On today's episode, we're going to be talking about what the fear of the Lord is, what it really means, on Soul Zero 2. And welcome to Soul Zero 2. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And I just got back from church, so I'm still in my church duds, so to speak, my, my blazer and jeans, and and uh, wanted to get this podcast out. And um, so what does the fear of the Lord really mean? Wrong views of the fear of the Lord have hi- have hijacked uh, many Christians and also given fuel to critics of Christianity and the Bible. And uh, the fear of the Lord, however, means a lot more than what you think. In fact, it means so much in the scriptures that it's used over a hundred times in the Bible. So why do we need to talk about the fear of the Lord? Well, for one, because there have been so many negative connotations about the fear of God. And so thus, the fear of the Lord. So, if I can give one main reason today why the fear of the Lord is so important in our lives, It is because of this. It is the main starting point for life. It's the main place to start for all of life. Scripture is unapologetic about the starting point for all of life and flourishing. Proverbs 9.10 puts it beautifully. The The beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord, and acknowledging the Holy One is understanding. But isn't the fear of the Lord this negative thing that you only find in the Old Testament? Well, if you listen to the critics, then then that's true. But yet in Acts 9.31, when the church was growing and coming together, it says that then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria experienced peace and thus was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and in the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. The church increased in numbers. So so there, there you see it, the fear of the Lord. And this is not the only place in the Old Testament where you see the fear of the Lord. So... To understand fear, you have to have three things. The first is this, the right kind of fear. In other words, fear not based on phobia, but on reverence and respect. That's the the error that often is is made when people think about the fear of the Lord. Phobia means constant dread, right? This constant thing of something's going to happen, horror, you know, I'm afraid something's going to happen terrible. And when God first revealed himself to Abram, before he was called Abraham, his first words to Abraham was very were very interesting. He said, Abraham, do not fear. Why would God say that when he first revealed himself to Abraham? Because all other religions at that time were all based on fear, on phobia. You had to appease the God by bringing sacrifices, by doing all these things, and you had to earn your salvation by, by doing that. And so he says, Abraham, don't be afraid. But what is the fear of the Lord? The fear of the Lord is defined this way. It's from a Hebrew word, yira, which I think I have it right, yira, which which may mean fear, reverence, or piety. And this kind of fear results in spiritual, moral, and ethical well-being, even prosperity. So you see how the fear of the Lord means a lot more than, than maybe what we've had in our thinking. It is a reverential love and respect that is born, not of terror, but of spiritual knowledge. And that's Warren Worsby, great definition. Ezra, when Ezra in the Bible called the people to assemble, it says this of them, everyone who held the words of of God, of Israel, in awe, 
gathered. That is the essence of the fear of the Lord, deep respect, deep, deep reverence for God. But the fear of the Lord, you know, you have to have the right kind of fear. The right kind of fear is this. It's fear based on intimacy with God. Psalm 25, 14 says, The Lord confides in those who fear Him. He makes His covenant known to them. Do you see that intimacy, that intimacy there? Covenant. God confides in those who know Him. They fear Him. They revere Him. He shows them stuff. In a positive sense, the more you know someone, the more you respect and honor them. And I mean that in the most positive sense. And you would never want to offend them. You'd never want to do anything to upset them because you revere them, you respect them, you hold them in high regard. Now, marriage is similar in the sense of, you know, love aside, right? Love aside, spouses out of fear and reverence for each other remain faithful. When I say fear again, it's not being afraid of each other. It's, it's this respect and deep reverence for each other. But also, the right kind of fear is fear that promotes obedience and blessings. Again, Proverbs 19.23 says, Fearing the Lord leads to life, and one who does so will live satisfied. He will not be afflicted by calamity. And again, Proverbs 14.27 says, The fear of the Lord is like a life-giving fountain to turn people from deadly snares. So there are great benefits in learning what it means to fear the Lord. And this kind of fear is not driven uh, by divine fury, but it's, it's actually a fountain of life. It's a fountain of flourishing when you have this kind of fear. Again, Warren Risby said it beautifully. He said, Terror paralyzes us, but godly fear energizes us. So see how this is different from, from the, the fear-mongering you hear about in the Old Testament, where God was this monster just waiting to beat people up. The fear of God is a, is a thing of life, not death. But also, this, this right kind of fear has this element to it, fear of hurting God. What do I mean by that? The wrong kind of fear is fear that is the idea that maybe God's going to hurt me. But the right kind of fear, the right kind of fear is fear that I'm going to hurt God. In other words, I'm going to offend Him. I'm going to disappoint Him. I'm going to break His heart by my actions. That's when you know you really have a relationship with God. That you don't, you don't sin not because you're afraid of hell. You don't sin because you're afraid of breaking His heart. That's relationship. That's the real fear of God. Ephesians 4.30 says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. We can grieve the Spirit of God. We can hurt Him by our actions. And so, do you see how this kind of fear is totally different from phobia kind of fear? So you have the right kind of fear, but you need another element, the right person to fear. And maybe we should have made that point first, but obviously we're talking about the fear of the Lord. It's not the fear of another God, uh, another religion. It's the fear of the Lord. The fear of God brings life and flourishing. But there's a scripture that says the fear of man brings is a trap, basically. When you're afraid of what people will think of you, it becomes an entrapment for you. But fearing God brings life. But the third thing that you need here is humility. And why do we bring humility into, into the conversation of fearing God? If fear is reverence, then lack of fear, lack of fear, is pride, right? And 
and and and if fear is and if fear is reverence, then then to to fear God means lack of pride. You're not going to be proud. And Psalm 36 said this: An evil man is rebellious to the core. He does not fear God, for he is too proud to recognize and give up his sin. So see how pride and lack of fear are connected in the Bible. And pride also comes before fall, we know, right? You've heard the old truism, who, who, whom the gods make, you know, would make mad, they, uh, who, who, rather whom the gods would destroy, they first make mad with power. So humility reminds us of who it is we serve, the God of the universe, and thus we fear him in reverence and awe not phobia, because in fact, the Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. If, if you really are in love with God, then you will not be afraid of, of being judged by God because He's your Father. And I close with this scripture, Hebrews 12, 28. It says, Since we are receiving an unshakable kingdom, let us give thanks, and through this, let us offer worship pleasing to God in devotion and awe. There's the fear of the Lord in devotion and awe, for our God indeed is a consuming or devouring fire. And that is a very heavy scripture. It's saying revere God because he is a consuming fire. And that is one of the descriptions of God, that he cannot be approached because he is a consuming fire. And for this God to love us is amazing. So thus we fear him in the right way. So I hope that today this delivers someone from from maybe living in constant condemnation and fear and phobia of knowing God. Because maybe you've had the wrong view of God, or maybe you've read the critics of the Bible that paint God as this mean, nasty person. But really, there's more scriptures on the love of God than on the fear of God or, or on the judgment of God of the Bible. So be encouraged today. If you like this podcast, please leave a like and check us out on YouTube and check us out on, we're on Facebook. And uh, we're on on Google and uh, and Spotify, and 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 um, and and uh, Buzzsprout, and so check us out and join us. You know, be part of our of our uh, our, our Souls World Tour here. It'd be great for you to 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 uh, subscribe to us. So until next time, thanks so much for being with us. God bless you.